Hello and welcome to the Reet and Entertainment Podcast, episode 433 for January 7th, 2024. God, we're old. My name is Nathan Reet Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Aroa McFain. You're back. Yeah, I'm, I'm here this time. Wow. Yeah, you, you made it. What do I pay you for? You missed two weeks in a row. Yeah, I can't believe it. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my house at this rate. <laughs> no, probably not. Your house is super cheap and I'm jealous. And you, <laughs> we are joined by Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Ho ho ho. Happy New Year. Yes, it is it is a new year and we have we have stuff to discuss. But first, where can we find you guys? Somebody pipe up. Aroa.website. And while you're there you can check out all of my relevant social media links. Which is, I guess it's not really even social media, it's just the stuff I work on. Which is uh, Bug City Blues, a Shadowrun 6th World Edition actual play podcast. And Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords 1st Edition actual play podcast. You can how, find them like anywhere that fine podcasts are found. How are, how are we doing on Bug City Blues? Numbers-wise. Uh, Numbers-wise, we're doing fine. Like, I... 14,000 plus? It's something like that. Like, I don't care... I, if it does great, that's great. But like, if it's just me and two other people listening, that's also acceptable to me. That, yeah, but is the money coming in? No. Where? We don't. We don't have. We're not getting any money from anything <laughs> we do. Nothing. Nothing we do is make makes money. I make on my Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Reeton, Monday through Friday, six p.m. Pacific time to nine p.m. Pacific time. Uh, I make seven dollars a month. Woo! Plus plus ads. You can get, I, I get a little bit of money from ads, but, um, like Air Fox will play ads in the middle of his stream. And I turned that off because one of my viewers was like, Hey, that breaks the stream for me. Cause she has kind of an older computer. And I was like, Oh, well then I will just not use that anymore. Um, so yeah, everyone, Aroa.website, uh, you can find all of our links there. Hey, Aroa, what games did you play this last week or two? Uh, mostly outside of, you know, um, mostly it's, uh, been lethal company. I saw, I saw your blue sky post because on that, that you, you made a, you found a way to make clips out of it. What, what was that about? So there's, so there's a, there's a, a ship upgrade in that game that adds a television. Okay. And. (laughs) Uh, there's a mod to let you add any video you want to the television. Um, so me, uh, being who I am, I have, uh, somewhere around like 1200, uh, meme videos from YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I, I've been going through those and adding them to the game, but I, I, once I did that, uh, ran into some problems where uh, they they have to be in a specific format or they don't work. Fix that. Uh, but then it, they were the wrong size. They were like getting cut off or, or squished or whatever. So I, I spent a lot of time uh, fixing that. And now I will I will safely say I probably have the highest effort uh, meme video pack on the. Uh, the lethal company mod store. Well, so I'm ha- I, I'm I'm happy for you, but it would be awesome if you could add like Plex or Jellyfin into that. 
and just <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> I, I feel like that's a lot of overhead for uh an add-in for a silly video game i aroa spent over five hours editing meme videos i'm not disagreeing was... with you i'm just saying like having an interactable streaming service in your your game about <laughs> watching bugs that go yippee when you see them like <laughs> I, 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 I a time and a place you know yeah i understand uh, but Pikmin that's in my in my game that's, that's adorable that's i fun. love I... the loot bug so much I need. I have that game, and I need to play it. Be, but it's one of those times where a friend of mine said, "Hey, you should be." Or actually, I bought the game because it was only like ten bucks. And then my friend was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about buying this game. It looks fun. We should play it together." And and so I told him I already had it. And he's like, "Great, I'll buy it." And then he hasn't wanted to play the game, like at all. So I I don't have anyone to play with, and Oroa doesn't play games with me. Um, so it's, it's, nope. it's difficult. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's great. Did you play anything else? I mean, other than the obvious mobile games and idle games and World of Warcraft. Uh, not, not like, not a ton that's really like notable. Um, just like I, I, uh, I don't think I've talked about, I, did I, did I mention that I played Cruelty Squad before I, before I took my break? I don't remember. Doesn't ring a bell to me now. That was over well, a week played... ago. I have no fucking memory of what happened. Yeah, that's fair. Technically, enough. it was over I... a year ago. <laughs> it was I last year. It wasn't. No. About that. Anyway, Cru- Cruelty Squad. Uh, I, I didn't play it like a fuckload, but I played it quite a bit. Um, that game's fucking weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it, it doesn't. Like, even watching other people, like, talk about it, I never really understood what it is. Uh, but it's essentially, like, Hitman. Uh, which I did not expect. Uh, but it's weird. It, it's like, well, it's, yeah, it's Hitman if it were somehow made in a retro-futuristic, like, uh, Duke Nukem 3D engine. Uh... And also, the artist for the game was on acid, and so were the writers, and and most everybody else. Like it's it's a really solidly made game, but it was also like made by crazy people. Interesting. That's so yeah, uh, and like I I've seen it, and it's kind of like lethal company with me it's it's kind of hard for me to get into the graphical style of it, it if that makes usually sense. i'd be like uh oh, suck it up like it ain't it ain't that bad but like i could understand somebody not playing cruelty squad because it like just looking at it gives you a headache yeah uh there there are some aspects of the game where what you're looking at is just visual noise more than anything else i love it uh I I absolutely love the the look of the game. That was why I was interested in it in the first place. Because it's like, I I love whenever somehow someone is both like cracked out of their mind enough to make something that looks like a fucking fever dream taken physical form. Uh, well, also 
being an interactive experience that's actually like completable. It, it's something really fucking special to me. So now with that abrupt transition, we're going to move to Cyberpunk Monk. What game have you been playing this week? That sure was a good story you were just telling, Aroa. Yeah, thanks. Well, uh, you know how Aroa was playing um, that? Well, Cruelty uh, Squad. No, no, not that. Well, uh, he didn't mention it. He didn't mention what you're going to mention. I, I've been playing that. Um, it's not good. It's not great. Like I, I definitely feel like I've caught the rabbit on the stick already while playing this. Oh, the, the game is uh, World of Warcraft, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. It's um, not. You've I been was, playing classic, right? I've been playing WoW Classic specifically. Which, uh, boy, I've been trying to like reach out and be social with people in this game. Every single person who plays this you game is like, the "Yep." Boat on that. Used used to play with people, and uh, now I miss it. And now they're remaking WoW Classic into Cataclysm again, which I think was the thing that people didn't like in the first place when they like nuked the world map and everything. Yeah, well, I, don't know. I think uh, Wrath of the Lich King was like it was the people third loved it. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, that was the one that I got off the boat like right before it was coming out, so I totally missed it. Right, and uh, now it seems like I've missed it for a second time. And I just, I don't know but, if it's, like, I'm playing it right now while I'm doing this, just, like, clicking on things and waiting on yeah, loading. Yeah, I hear, I hear that. It's okay, I'll meet myself when I'm knocking. It's it's not high-intensity stuff, but, boy, does it just you scratch that, that right. itch a little bit. But I get why people get hooked in this game. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, but I, I thought we spoke about it, was that they have certain servers that are going to be locked to specific expansions. So you could get, like, just go into the Wrath of the Lich King server, and that's the only server, like, that's the only expansion that it will go up to. I didn't actually play around with the different server options because I was explicitly looking to play Wrath. I do believe you can choose it to be, like, either I'm WoW Classic, Hardcore Classic, like, no DLCs at all, and then I think the other one to choose from is just WoW Classic for as high up as we've released for the Classic releases. It's, It's like they're doing their own separate release line. They are. And I don't think I'm totally for it. They they have said that they want it to be two separate games. So once they get to a certain point, uh, probably after Cataclysm, but again, I don't, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, they're actually going to start deviating from the releases and basically be like, if we stayed with World of Warcraft Classic the way it was and didn't change it as much then this is how the expansions would go. So they're going to have their own expansions for WoW Classic. I like that we have a World of Warcraft and the Multiverse of Madness thing going on. Mm-hmm. Just because of the possibilities of content it makes, but boy, looking at that from a logistic standpoint of, hey, every time you do an instance, we're pooling like all of the servers available for people to do this. What happens when you try to do an instance with a server where that instance doesn't exist? Or the gear that you have doesn't exist on that other server. Oh, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they thought about it, but that's yeah. what I'm thinking about right now. No, that's because uh, you're. I I want to say the ones that are tied to like a specific expansion, those are their own separate realms. So like you're never gonna play with anybody outside of those realms, and it would be so, hilarious for like wow, like the first expansion of wow to pull in like the last expansions people in gear 
Oh, that's, oh, I'm level uh, sixty. You're walking. level one hundred and ten. Yeah, that's uh, that's the that's time walking. Was in, in the current content? Wasn't the first expansion with WoW only level fifty? No, the, it was sixty. The... Oh, okay. I remember sixty being such a big like level forty. You got your basic mount. Level sixty, you get your big mount. You get your big spells. That's like basically when the game started. Now it's like, oh, you hit level twenty. Yeah, go buy a mount. What? You can't afford it? That's not my fucking problem. Get away from me. Yeah, I remember. Uh, friends of mine taking months to get thin. I think it was one gold. It just took them like a long time to get one gold, and now they just hand it to you. I think when you log into the game, eh, it's not that in- bad. Inflation, but inflation has hit WoW very hard. Yeah, definitely. Um, That's not even a joke. Did it's a you? Sad thing. Yeah. Did you play any other games other than World of Warcraft Classic? I guess I played some Space Station Thirteen. That doesn't even count. So okay. no, not really. Um, okay. uh, what what ended up also happening at work is I was the only person who bothered to show up for the first two days that we were back. Uh huh. So I've I've been doing that thing where you're at work and like you're walking down a hallway that you've walked down for the hundredth time that month, and you're like, "Man, I don't know what day it is anymore. I don't even know what ticket I'm working on anymore. It's all just blending together." Yeah. So yeah, coming home and uh, not doing work has been a nice, a nice respite, even if it is World of Warcraft. That being yeah. said, I don't think I'm going to be playing this for longer than one month. That's that's probably for the best. Um, we have another MMO to talk about later, which will be which will be fun to talk about. But uh, we're going to move on to me and the games I played this week. Uh, the first game I have I I, met, I was trying to put, beat it last year, but I just couldn't. I got too distracted by doing all the side stuff. Uh, but I did beat uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man with the man who erased his name. And I, that one stars uh, Kiru, which is the main star of the older Yakuza games. Not Ichiban, which is the star of uh, Infinite, or Like a Dragon. Um, sorry, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Again, with the names changing. And I, so I said it was a sequel-ish to uh, Like a Dragon, but that actually is incorrect. They run in parallel. And the end of Yakuza Like a Dragon is the same ending as uh, The Man Who Erased His Name. What? And Yeah. So they run in parallel to each other. That you just play makes as, me you very just, curious. Yeah, you just play as Kazuma. Um... Instead I, I, of like, the other I, character, and you're in a different town, and then at the like you're at the very end, those plot lines come together, and you uh, and, and then you do Kazuma's part in the final battle instead of Ichiban's part in the final battle to the point where you run into Ichiban and all of the characters from Like a Dragon. I just want to know why Kiryu has magic powers. Why, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, what what magic powers does he does he? I don't. I'm mainly talking about the weird like like cyber grappling hook thing that I saw him use. I, I oh, barely know anything. Oh, that's that's a gadget. Like you have a guy in the game who makes gadgets for you. That's just that's just a thing. Yeah. Yeah, you get four different gadgets in the game. I never really <laughs> use them. Um, like it's just it, it's so weird because like. 
while while the Yakuza series has always been like a little exaggerated, like it's uh-huh. been kind of wacky, it's always been like fairly grounded in reality. Yeah. So it's just like like I I I just thought that it was just like some kind of weird alternate timeline like fantasy thing and that's why Kiryu's a fucking like James Bond secret agent guy. No, there's a guy that you run into called Mitsurogi who makes those gadgets for you. So there's that one, um, which you kind of start with. Uh, and then there's like boots that allow you to like uh, dash forward in combat. Again, I never really use them. There's a, there's another one I can't remember. And then there's a firecracker you can throw down and like kind of stun your enemies. Uh, but yeah, I, those I, are a lot more pedestrian than grappling and, hook. That's completely unrealistic. Yeah, and then there's a grappling hook that you can use and like tie up people with it and then punch them while they're tied up. Uh, but I always just use so that's the secondary um, fighting style in the game. There's two different fighting styles. That's the new one. And the way that they explain that is that um, when he erased his name, he kind of went into like witness protection and. Uh, joined a different group and learned their fighting style. And that's why he has the two different fighting styles. And then the other fighting style is his old uh, fighting style that he used in the other Yakuza games. And I, I mainly just used the old style because I liked it better. But yes. Well, and he, he, has, he has a knack for learning other people's fighting styles. That's correct. So that makes sense. He's Goku. That is, that is correct. And <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the end of the and apparently. Uh, I thought that the new game that's coming out on the 25th, which I'm totally going to play through, uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, I thought that was just going to be Ichiban, but apparently it's a buddy comedy. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have Kazuma, or Kazuga, fucking Kiryu, and um, and Ichiban together. Uh, and like I don't know if it's going to be you play one at a time or, or how that I works. Believe. That's just the party is Ichiban and Kazuga. That is, and then there's also a a taxi driver and someone else. Yes, Kazuma, not Kazuga. Yeah, it. I'm I'm excited, and apparently you can like. I was just reading that there's a bunch of summons you can get, or something like that, and which you can which you can get in in like a dragon, uh. But they. The art, the headline said, I didn't read the whole thing, but the headline said, it's like Pokemon. You have to catch them all. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but that, I have to say, uh, great game. Great. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and then I played on Friday, Game Pass released a, a new game, new-ish game called Hell Let Loose. They they included it with their library. And I was like, oh, this game, it's like a, it's like a, you know, battlefield war simulator thing, and I played it, and I hated every minute of it. I'm not gonna say it's a bad game, but I am bad at that game, and uh, I died a lot. Isn't that a World War One shooter? Yes. Yeah, I that makes so. sense. And like, it's just you, like you're trying to to get objectives, right? And so you, it's like fifty versus fifty battles, and you're just trying to cross this bridge. And then someone snipes you from like a mile and a half away, and then you have to like respawn and run back to where you were. Uh, it took me about an hour to get three kills, and I was like, "Hmm, I'm not good at this game, and I think I'm done." 
Uh, and you also died just like when I got those kills, I did not feel good about them because I just walked up on somebody. They didn't notice me and I shot them twice and they died like it. They just die super quick, which makes sense because that's how it works in real life. But it, it wasn't very fun for me. But uh, yeah, I, I, I stopped my stream early, which rarely happens just because of how much fun I was not having. Uh, but yeah, those are the only games I played this week because I was just trying to get through the man who erased his name. Uh, and if if you're looking for like a good starting point for the Yakuza series, uh, I guess the 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 real answer is if you're looking for a good starting point, you should probably play like Kiwami or um, Yakuza Zero. But this one is it's nice and short. It's only like 20 hours long, and that's if you do a bunch of the side stuff. And uh, that that'll help you if you if you want to see if you like the Yakuza series. And then there's if you like the JRPG, Yakuza Like a Dragon is a JRPG version of that. Um, and I believe Infinite Wealth is going to be a JRPG version of that as well, which I'm very excited about. Anywho, uh, we do want to move on to some stories. But first, I want to ask you, like I did last year, Oroa, what was your favorite game? of 2023 other oh, than Baldur's Gate oh no <laughs> other than Baldur's Gate pop yes. quiz hot chat oh uh let me scroll through steam I guess uh, do you want me to uh, take over and buy you some time Connor if, what if was you, your... if, yeah Connor if you got something go for it yeah Lord I got Warcraft. something that uh, no no, Nathan's going to hate this but it's definitely going to buy you some time alright so I, I did a little bit of thinking in preparation of this question so I, I played a decent amount of games in 2023 I'm not going to go through all of them I do have just some honorable mentions here uh, for example Warhammer had their 10th edition come out this year so I got to play a whopping two games of that I really do wish I got to play more Warhammer 10th edition this year uh, do you need more time? Do you want me to keep on talking? Played a whole bunch keep of Shadowrun. Again, you can find that on uh, Bug City Blues, anywhere that fine podcasts are found. Played a whole bunch of Pathfinder 1st Edition. Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. Got to play that for the first time this year. As well as a game called Capes and Capers, where the idea is you either play as like low-level superheroes or low-level supervillains. I like that. Uh, I, I'd best compare it to if you've done Venture Brothers, or if you've seen Venture Brothers more appropriately. They have like a an agency of crime, and just just to make sure that like Omni-Man isn't beating up Squirrel Girl someday or something like that. That was fun. I'd recommend it. As far as games, hmm. Earthbound, Space Station 13, all of the Halos, uh, Wrath of the Righteous, Vampire Survivors, Red Dead Redemption 2, both of the Shenmue games. Oh, no, wait, there's a third one. Shenmue 1 and 2, more appropriately. Battlefield 2042, Mega Man Battle Networks 1 and 2, Tears of the Kingdom, Dark Tide, Phantom Liberty, and yes, wow. Of those, if you're asking me which one I think is my favorite... Ooh, that's a hard one. I honestly, I think I might have to save. Part of me Warcraft wants to say classic. Phantom Liberty, but I don't think it's that. No, it's definitely not Wild WoW Classic. Uh, part of me thinks it might be Phantom Liberty, as far as like games oh, yeah. that I spent the most time with. I mean, if you so, yeah yeah, if you want to go by games that I spent most time with, uh, then yes, there's only one just, competitor in that in that category. Not even games I spent most time with. Games this year that I kept on going back to. Looking oh, yeah. at the short list I drafted for myself, it's definitely, definitely Phantom Liberty. Yeah, I, I, I understand that's a good game. I, I know you wanted me to play through it, and I have it. I just haven't played through it yet. At it's, some point, 
pretty cool. I'm go- I'm probably going to do another playthrough of Phantom, uh, uh, just Cyberpunk 2077. I'm probably going to yeah. do another playthrough of that this year sometime. Maybe not immediately, but sometime. Yeah. I mean, uh, Cyberpunk's a... Thankfully, it's a good game now. When it released, it wasn't as good. I still had fun with it, but I also have like an overpowered computer, so I was able to run it without too many visual hiccups, which a lot of people weren't able to do. I mean, it's not even just visual hiccups. When that game came out, it was fundamentally broken. That, and, that, we, yeah. we talked about that game plenty enough this year alone. Uh, yeah, well, if you haven't played it yet, that's definitely my game of the year. It gets my glowing endorsement. Even yeah. just the core game, but I, I feel like if you can get it with the DLC, the DLC is good enough to justify getting. Perfect. And Aroa, did you figure something out? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I thought we were that we were gonna go into like more granular detail, but well, yeah, I was. If we're, if we're just gonna. That's kind of what I was gonna go for it. That's kind of what I was hoping for. Was like, what's your favorite game and why? But Connor went through his entire list. Oh well, fuck! <laughs> I was buying time, and that was unscripted. Like I had a feeling you'd ask me, but I know. God damn! If you want quality content, you got to give me a heads up, homie. No, no quality content here. Uh, uh but yeah, I, 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 like, sort of half forgot that Pizza Tower came out this year, and like, oh yeah, I, I would, I would, I would have to put that very high up there. Uh, Pizza Tower is fucking great. Um, finished that. That's one of the few games that I finished this year. <laughs> I still uh, have no idea. For a few hours, I still have no idea what Pizza Tower is. It's Wario Land. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's it is it is more than that, I would say to at least to some degree. Like it's it has its own vibe going for it. But uh yeah. Um and like it didn't come out this year, but it uh very much like kind of revitalized itself in a lot of people's minds. Uh Sonic Frontiers. I know I I think I said it last year that I, I liked the base game. But with the new DLC, like kind of, kind of bringing it back into into everybody's view, and reinforcing that this is the route that they seem to be going for the future of the franchise, uh, makes me really fucking excited for what's going to happen with Sonic in well, the future. And and like I asked last year when we did the same thing, it's not necessarily games that it's it's not games that released this last year. It's games that you played this last year. What was your favorite game that you played this last year? If that gotcha. makes sense. Um, so like with me, uh, I played a lot of games, but not all of them released this last year. Yeah. Uh, Who's Lila uh, was, it, it is an amazing game uh, that is cheap enough to where even if you're not going to dig super deep into it, uh, I would I would very much recommend playing it. Like it's, I, I, it was twelve bucks when I uh, or whenever I just checked the store page. I think I got it for like half price when I when I actually bought it. Uh, and it's it's well worth that. It's it's a really really unique take on the point and click adventure genre. Um, and you can kind of play through it multiple times in a single session very easily. Yeah. Uh, a, a full playthrough can take as little as like 10 minutes i would say um but yeah it that 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 game's fucking that's something else uh and then i guess i i, I already talked about lethal company 
You like, did? That game that game's amazing. I wanna um, I wanna play it at some point in my life with friends. I I kinda I kinda hate that a lot of people are kind of sleeping on it because they think it's just streamer bait. Because while it is streamer bait, like I don't think that's entirely fair to what it is. Cause it's not like it's not as cynical, I don't think, as a lot of streamer bait. Like there's very obviously like the developer is having fun with it and has a genuinely kind of uni- unique take on combining the the phasmophobia and extraction shooter genres kind of yeah um so yeah that that's really uh that's something special i think and uh also say uh voices of the void kind of a kind of an unsung thing uh that's been out i think for a while now too but i didn't really try it until just this last year and uh again something very unique uh if you ever if you ever played signal simulator which uh i don't i I think it was early access and i don't know if it ever came out of early access it might have but it felt like it had a lot of potential that was just never met and voices of the void just kind of picked up the pieces of that and turn it into its own thing. There's, there's a lot more horror elements to it without being super in your face. Like it's very surreal. Uh, but also you need to be a very particular kind of person to play it because it is not the most exciting game. Interesting. Uh, it's cause it, you're, we had to figure stuff out. You are, uh, you're doing working, a job. Yeah, it it is oh, very much like like it, a lot of job simulator games, like the kind of arcadeify the job portion. This does not. This is very much you are working for uh, SETI. <laughs> like you're just you're just scanning for alien signals in space, and you have to do maintenance on the satellite dishes a lot of the time. And, I mean, and that like, sounds fun. But, but then, no. but then but, sometimes but, but weird that's when spooky happens. stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a, I haven't played it, but I do watch a streamer who plays it a lot. And boy, does this game look like something! I, like, I would do that as a job. I ain't scared of the right? dark. I would do the hell out of that. We need. Yeah, we should create a uh, an IT game where you you have to answer tickets, and like ninety percent of them are, "Hey, I forgot my password. Can you reset I would my not password?" Do that. <laughs> You know, actually, not that specifically, but it does kind of make me think that there's there is room for maybe a resurgence in the job simulator genre that adds sort of a, a night in the office kind of twist onto that. Isn't I, there? A, I, I'm gonna fuck up the name. I think it was Job Simulator for VR, like a couple of years ago. Old now, but. I think that's basically what you're describing, and that game did a phenomenal job of that, just like making menial yeah. daily office tasks fun and gamified. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a comedic take on it, and there was uh, the, the, like it, the game or the the name I gave it, like Night in the Office. That was an actual game that came out years ago. That was a streamer bait game, very much so. Uh, where you're just kind of working at the office late at night and weird stuff happens sometimes. Uh, but then it turns into like just a normal, typical indie horror game at the oh, end. I see. I th- I think it would be genuinely kind of interesting 
to have a game more in the line of Voices of the Void, where you have repetitive daily office tasks that you're doing, but sometimes just weird shit happens because you're in the office late at night. Even if it's like like a security guard simulator or or janitor simulator kind of thing, but then just like weird shit sometimes happens. So I, I work. Know, it's I, you guys know I work for a, a dental company with like fifty something clinics all over the, my state, and one of those clinics is like a surgery center, and so it's kind of like a hospital, and we've had to go and like replace computers there late at night and Connor would probably understand this walking around a fucking hospital late at night is terrifying yeah i've done that man uh <laughs> i once had to go into a decommissioned women's center while Ooh. i was walking around the hospital at like 2 a.m and know what they did is they left the dummies that they use for cpr like in the chairs in the rooms yep so oh, i'm going no. around trying to activate ports i open a door there's a guy in a hoodie sitting there just like ominously staring at me in the chair lord did i scream <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh, and then one time, so we'll, we'll, we'll usually go to upgrade computers at nighttime just because, you know, the, the people aren't there so we could do it. So we don't have to kick them off their computers. And, uh, a couple of my, my coworkers went into the office to go grab something after they were done and they didn't, they're like, oh, we don't need to turn on the lights. We'll just use flashlights. And my boss is looking at it from the outside, just seeing and he's like, that looks really bad. <laughs> Just like two people walking around with flashlights on in the fucking vacant building. <laughs> Look at Nobody's all this copper anything. they left behind. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, yeah, it's 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 fun. Uh, but yeah, decommissioned like hospitals or just like hospitals late at night. That, that they're terrifying. Anyway, uh, a thought that I often had to myself just to close this walking around the hospital I, I work at is, uh, hospitals are probably haunted as fuck. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, oh, yeah. If if haunting is a thing, then yes. Are, if haunting is haunted. a thing, the place that I work at definitely has got some spooky ghosts in it. Mm -hmm. There's there's it's, it's, sometimes hospitals are spooky, man. I don't know. That's it. That's the last thing I want. Perfect. We're gonna move on to me and uh, the number of games I beat. I beat fewer games than I did in 2022. So in 2023, I beat 14 games, and I believe in 2022 I beat over 20. Uh, however, I beat. I'll just list off all the games I beat quickly. Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, uh, Persona 3 Portable, Ghostwire Tokyo, Dead Island 2, Ravenlock, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Star Trek Resurgence, Redfall, why? Uh, Shadowrun Returns, <laughs> Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen, uh, Shadowrun Dragonfall, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, and Botan Kaitos. Um, out of all of those games, obviously, like my favorite game of all of those that I played in 2023 was uh, Baldur's Gate 3. But we've spoken about that, and that's, you know, yes, it's an amazing game. Everyone should play it if, if you want to. Um, it took me 91 hours to beat it. So it's a, it's a quite long game. Um, I think the, the second favorite game that I played through was one that I... Uh, I've been meaning to play for a long time, and I finally got around to it, which is Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. I just had a lot of fun with that game, and uh, I'm really excited for, for number two to come out, because while Dark Arisen is great, uh, it's still a PS3 game, so there are some, like, there's some mechanics that could be changed and some graphics that could be updated, uh, and I, I'm really excited for... Uh, 
for Dragon's Dogma 2. Is anybody else going to play Dragon's Dogma 2? Maybe if it goes... So, I, I, it's not that I don't like Dragon's Dogma 1, because I really did enjoy it. But I never owned it. I played it when I was hanging out with other people, and it was just kind of like one of those games that people would be playing while I was there. Yeah. It never hooked. It was a good game. It definitely had fun making like different people and having a party. But it never really hooked me. And I'm worried with what I've seen of the, the second one is it's just going to be more of that. Yeah. I, Not I, that we've I, seen much of it at all. I do think, and from what from everything I'm reading, is they're trying to stick... They're trying to update a little bit, but they're trying to stick pretty close to the original in terms of the feel of the game. Because <laughs> they, unlike with Final Fantasy, they actually want to keep the players that they have. Uh, so they're not changing it too much. Because they want, they know that it's kind of a niche game. And yeah, if they update it, it might be more appealing to the masses. But the masses probably still won't buy it, if that makes sense. Like... It, it it's weird to me for like niche games to be like no we want to appeal to every oh no nobody bought our game great not even the people who liked the first one uh so i'm i'm pretty excited that comes out in march that'll come out right after i get back from germany i think or right or while i'm in germany so i'll probably play that right after my vacation and uh yeah i think that's star trek resurgence was way better than i thought it would be too that's the that's the game that's kind of like a telltale game but with star trek and so i had quite a bit of fun with that uh however there were some uh there's some options that you you're not able to change in the game uh because it's basically just a console port that they did almost nothing to when they ported it over so you don't have a lot of control over any of the options really which is really annoying but other than that good game uh, and then, of course, Spider-Man Two was good. Um, Redfall not what was not good. I don't. I played that just because I started it, and I figured I'd finish it with friends. And then we finished it, and all of us uninstalled the game because <laughs> it's not very good. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about some news stories, and. The first news story we're going to talk about, you know what, we'll, we'll talk about the heartwarming story first and then go into shit. Uh, 13-year-old kid beat Tetris. Kind of. It's as close as you can get to beating Tetris. We'll talk about it. Well, yes. Okay. So the, the, he, the, the way that we're classifying beating Tetris is that the game broke to the point where it can't continue because of the actions that the kid, because the kid got so far in the game. It's the same thing with, like, uh, Pac-Man on the arcade. Yep, yep. Like, once you get to a certain level, I think it's 256? Uh, 256 um, for Pac-Man. For, for Tetris, it's more based off score. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it is level. It's, I mean, level yeah. does matter, too, but when the, when the stop happens, when it's, like... So, the, the reason why all these old games have these kill states, which is, like... You know, you think of, like, hitting a game at a point where, like, oh, I've softlocked myself, I can't proceed anymore. Older games, that's how you knew you were done. Not yeah. that people would really ever reach those states, but like Mario, Pac-Man, Tetris, they get to a point where if you are so good that the computer I... itself doesn't know what the next step's going to be, it's just yeah. going to stop running. And so what they did, what they found out was the, in Pac-Man, once you get to 256, it kind of just crashes. Uh, I've actually reached a kill screen in a game one time. 
in my life. That game was Snake. Meet and fuck three. No, that game was Snake for the TI-83 calculator. (laughs) Once you get to 100 in that game, it breaks and, and, and just crashes. I played that way more than actually doing any math you know, <laughs> on, those, on those calculators. So, and, and once you get to a certain point, um, the, the, because the TI-83 calculator has like one mega RAM, it starts getting to, uh, like there's an input lag. And so you have to compensate for that input lag when you're playing the game. Uh, so I've got I've got that one time where I've reached the kill state. Um, that's what this kid did. He got to level 157, and then once you get high enough level, I think it's 155. Um, after you have to do a certain thing once you're in that level to we'll be able to crash it. Not really a technique. You have to. So on level 157, there's an 83 percent chance that if you clear a single row, it'll hit this kill state. And he had done it in level 153 or 155. He had reached that, but he wasn't able to do a single clear, and then it moved on to the next level, and he was like, okay, I have to wait until 157 to do this. And he got to 157, he did the single clear, and he was able to, able to win, which was great. Good for him. Apparently there were a bunch of people... Uh, trying to get it, and I saw another person was streaming it. I didn't actually watch their stream, but I watched the the clip from from it, where the guy was trying to beat it, and they were doing it in parallel. And a lot of times, if if somebody you know reaches the end state before you or beats it, like the the person who's competing with you is going to be a little mad. But the other guy was like, "Oh, this guy. Uh, what was his name?" uh blue scooty um the the other streamer was like oh he beat it that's great good for him like it was super heartwarming super nice that everyone was just like congratulating him and nobody was mad they're just like hey this kid got it um and i assume it was it was thought for the longest time that it was humanly impossible Yeah, yeah that was one of the things i wanted to bring up with this story is as far as like three years ago, just because of the way that people change how they hold controllers to play the game, uh, that, that was a yeah. little longer than three years ago. I'm, I'm under-exaggerating there. But like three years ago, people would say, oh, no, it's not possible for a human to do this. And then you see these records being shattered and then shattered again. Like it's in, not necessarily just the gaming side of it, but like the human potential side of it mm-hmm. of how we go about solving these problems. Like, yeah, this like shit, that. This shit blows my mind. Like so, that crazy motherfucker that manages to do arbitrary code execution in Super Mario World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's manually. a good example. Like, yeah, my, my favorite programming <laughs> IDE is Super Mario from 1992. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Have so you ever I, seen like that guy will do a presentation, explain what he's doing, and then be like, "All right, now I'm going to flip, and I just programmed Snake inside of Mario." Blows my mind <laughs> yeah. to watch it. Um. So this. What Connor is talking about is there's there was a technique before called hyper tapping, which from what I understand is just tapping the controller left and right very very quickly. Um, and at that, with using hyper tapping, people were able to get to around level one hundred. 
Um, some some people were able to get a little higher, but around level 100. They then implemented a new technique where you kind of rest your hand on your leg and you do like it, it's similar to hyper tapping, but you also use like the rocking of the controller uh, to get even faster presses more than you can get with hyper tapping. And oh, it's man. called the it's rolling how I technique. Play tap games on my phone. It's, yeah. It's funny that uh, when it, I don't think we have any like rifle people in here, but I want to say it's called bump stocking where yeah. you, you, you basically you tie a some sort of trigger to a, a belt stock or whatever, and it allows you to shoot a, a semi-auto basically, you know, as fast well, as it can what, recoil into itself. Well, there's a, there's yeah. a bump stock that you can put on a rifle that will make it easy, so yeah. that you can you can essentially use the recoil to then have the bump stock push the gun back forward, so that you can rapidly fire. Uh, but you if you use the right technique you can do that without a bump stock you can just balance yeah. the gun in such a way that the recoil lets it fling back forward and yeah the and only so reason i bring that up is we're basically doing the exact same thing with an nes controller where instead of being limited to pressing the button one time with your one finger you rest the button on you know your, your thigh or whatever something that and you tap the controller with you know however many fingers you got and so it's genius it, it, stuff like this blows my mind so everyone except for one lady from Sky News was happy oh, for yeah. this kid. Yeah, uh, I saw that there fucking was a, bitch. Yeah, so there was a video from Sky News where this condescending lady was like, she was reading the story and said, hey, you know what, this kid beat Tetris after blah, blah, blah. And then she said, as a mom, I, I think that you should go outside Beating Tetris is not a life goal. And I was like, what the fuck, lady? He's 13. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. This is still an amazing accomplishment to, like, just go and beat a game that hasn't been, or, or break a game that hasn't been broken like this in 34 years. Not that it hasn't I mean, been broken like this. It was at one time thought humanly impossible to break. Yeah, yeah. machines can break it. They have lightning fast reflexes. Some kid? Oh, yeah, I guess he can too. This is a big deal. This is not a not insignificant thing that's happened. Yeah, and I I, I like to consider myself okay at Tetris. Uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm nowhere near good at Tetris. Uh, these people are insane. I, I don't even think I could like figure out how to do the rolling technique. It's because... not that hard. Oh, okay. I, I don't think I could discover the rolling technique. People no. who, like, I'm going to, like... It, another technique comes to mind is people who play Armored Core back in the day would hold their PlayStation controllers backwards and like they'd control oh, yeah. like they're controlling a mech. I think they called it claw grip if you wanted to look it up on yourself. Like the the ingenuity of people being limited by a control scheme and being like, well, I'm just gonna change how I play the game fundamentally. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's it's great. Good for this kid. Uh blue he only had like he doesn't have that many followers on Twitch, so Oh, I'm sure that's changed. Yeah, I'm sure. Like he he had under a thousand, I think, or or over like just over. Like it wasn't an amazing number, but I'm sure he has a lot more followers now. And good for this kid. Like he has accomplished something that none of us are even going to get close to. <laughs> Breaking Tetris, uh, man. And after level twenty nine, like, have you guys gotten to like level twenty nine or even higher levels in 
like even level 20 in Tetris for the NES, it gets impossibly fast. You have to have like such good hand-eye coordination to just be able to like place the blocks where they need to go. And Let's also, put it this way. It goes so fast, it hits a point where people thought it was humanly impossible. Yeah. Unless well, you're a 13-year-old kid. Apparently. And then, well, and also, uh, just a little another layer to this is that the way that Tetris works is there are 10 palettes for Tetris for, for the colors. And so, you know, you start out at level one and then you go all the way through level 10 and then at 11, it resets. It goes back to one. But after you get to like level 100 something, uh, it breaks because you know it wasn't made to really go that high. Nobody thought it was going to go that high, so the memory gets corrupted, and there starts to be levels where it's just like black tiles on black, like you can barely see what blocks you are placing and where they go because the palette's well, all fucked up. You also eventually don't even have time to like it doesn't even matter. Because the the blocks fall instantaneously. That's, so that's at level one twenty. Point. So that's level twenty nine. So after level twenty nine, that is the highest speed that it will go. Like, and then, and like, not not to mention there's a there's a Tetris arcade game that I think it's called Tetris the Grandmaster, where uh-huh. like it, it it literally turns invisible uh-huh. at at a certain point. So like. People who are really fucking good at Tetris don't have to look at the screen to play Tetris well. I, <laughs> like, I was watching uh, Rock Rocksmith, and Connor can talk to this probably, but Master Mode on songs doesn't show the notes. Yep. There's, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of Iron Maiden songs I'm on with Master Mode on there. And it's the secret is you just learn how to play the song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I never needed to show me how to do the lick and number of the beast because anytime I pick up a guitar, my fingers are already in the position to do number of the beast. I see. So, uh, we're going to move on. Good for this kid getting uh, uh, an impossible feat done. Uh, also, I'm very jealous that this kid is way better at video games than I am or ever was. Uh, so, who here wants to play Star Citizen and have all of the ships? A- anybody? Uh, you? No. I don't do? think no. anybody like what, what you've just said is quite the financial task. It is uh, because it is. Is this euro? Forty six thousand euro. To buy all of the ships in Star Citizen that you can currently buy. And apparently uh, that's only if it says uh, this is from. Rock, paper, shotgun. It says, while it seems a relative drop in the bucket compared to the 46,000 euros uh, price tag on the bundle itself, you need to spend a grand uh, spend a grand on Star Citizen to be able to buy the mega collection in the first place. So you have to what? spend it. Yeah, you have to spend $1,000 and then they give you the option to spend 46,000. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, uh, it's switching between. So it says dollar here for the 1,000. But then it says euro for the 46,000. You know, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Who is this for? I don't know. But that being said, this Friday, uh, Air Fox and I are going to be playing some Star Citizen together. <laughs> it's the only reason I brought it up. 
Uh, so on Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, Air Fox and I are going to be playing some Star Citizen because we both have the entry-level pack. Considering my house wasn't $46,000 um, <laughs> and my car, my brand new electric car was under $40,000, I don't think I'm going to buy a bunch of spaceships for a game that's not even released yet for $46,000. If your house and car weren't that much money, then you should have money to spend on virtual spaceships. You know, I, I, I agree with you, but there have been other circumstances that have... Why don't you just get payday loan? <laughs> Hi, can I get a $40,000 payday loan so that I can buy a bunch of virtual ships in a video game? And go, go the, to the bank. The payday Tell them loan, you're making an investment. Making a very terrible investment. Please give me money. <laughs> what are you going to be doing? Uh, uh, courier services? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes. Oh, it's pounds. It's not euros. It's 46,000 pounds, not euros. Uh, or 48,000 uh, American dollars. So don't, don't do that. Don't pay that much money. I, I, I don't hate star citizen as much as some people seem to hate star citizen but i do agree it's been in development for way too long and i don't know if it's ever going to leave development at this point i'll probably be old and gray before it it reaches any sort of development level that bars on out of early access but whatever we are gonna go to the next story um who did anybody play City of Heroes back in the day? I think I played it with you. It might have been City of Villains, but the the NC Soft game, whatever. Yeah, I think I played it with you like once for like a week. Yeah, I didn't play. I tried, and I just couldn't get into it really. Um, but it's it's been it's been dead for a while. Basically, NC Soft. I think they were still making money with City of Heroes, but because NC Soft's a Korean company, they were mad that they weren't making money. In Korea with City of Heroes. So they pulled the plug on it. And there's a lot of fans of City of Heroes. Uh, I had a friend who really loved City of Heroes. And they came out with, not my friend, but other people, developers, came out with uh, City of Heroes Homecoming, which is a private server. And uh, it's the biggest private server for City of Heroes. And they have just officially gotten the blessing of NCSoft to actually use the City of Heroes license, which is pretty Hell great. Yeah. Um, I love it when developers do this sort of thing because the alternative is your game dies. Exactly. And, and we've spoken before that I think that there should be some regulation in place that says, hey, if you're going to kill an MMO, you need to release the source code for that so that they're, that people are able to keep that alive. As long as they're not making money off of it, then they're able to keep that alive. Because I understand there are games like, you know, Star, uh, Star Wars, uh, fucking, I can't even remember the name of it right now. Star, uh, Star Wars Galaxies. The there Old Republic? Not the Old oh. Republic, Galaxies. That died. And because it has that Star Wars license on it, it would be in some really legal, like, bad area for people to make money off that license however if it's a game like city of heroes um 
that game, you know, they owned the whole license and they're killing it. They should release the source code so that people can can have private servers up. Uh, and at so the very I'm least, happy. they shouldn't be allowed to litigate against yeah. people running private servers. Right. And and I've seen many companies who have done that. Uh, and I believe NCSoft for a while was trying to do that with certain uh, City of Heroes uh City of Heroes private servers, and they finally have come around to like, hey, we're just going to give you the official license so you can just run your server and not have to worry about ever having us come after you. Uh, and Daybreak, you, formerly uh, Sony Online Entertainment, is similar. Uh, they might not give their license away, but they have stated, hey, we don't care. As long as you don't make money, you can have private servers of our games that have been discontinued. And I think that's at least the way to go about it is to say, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to sue you for having a private server. And so I'm pretty happy with this. Um, have any of I assume none of you have played city of heroes homecoming. Definitely not homecoming. I played it for a little while and by a little while, I mean a few hours and it was pretty dead, but it might've just been the low level areas that were like, I didn't see anybody. Uh, so everybody on there, one problem with private servers that I've ran into is the only people that are playing on private servers are people who already mastered the game. And so they already know the optimum strategy to get from level one to max level. And so you join not knowing what you're doing. And it's, it's way more difficult for you to fi even find people to group up with. Uh, kind of, kind of the same thing with just like any long running MMO. You're gonna join, and the the people that are playing are gonna be the people that know how to play the game, and 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 have already kind of broken it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good that uh we're not gonna see this private server shut down or anything because uh there was always that fear that NCSoft would just come and be like, hey, by the way, shut this down, like Nintendo has done so many times to people when people are trying to make remakes, uh, like third-party remakes of Nintendo games. And Nintendo's like, hey, I see that you're really long in development and stuff, and you've spent like two years on this. Stop it. Or we're suing you. Yahoo. Uh, last, last thing to talk about, Connor's favorite subject, World of Warcraft. Oh, boy. Aroa's favorite subject, World of Warcraft. Uh, 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 Florida's favorite subject, child marriage. Um, so there was, what? there was a person in Florida, and this is from, uh, massively OP. Uh, there was a person in Florida who was tracked down by the police using his World of Warcraft account. Um, and this is, it says, we have a first Florida man story of 2024, uh, primarily because tracking down and finding the him involved World of Warcraft account. 31-year-old Florida resident Thomas Ebersole was found and arrested last week for allegedly traveling to Ohio to meet a 16-year-old girl, bringing her back to his residence, and holding her in his custody in the hopes of marrying her. Tracking the missing girl was done through uh, following her World of Warcraft account, tracing it... Uh, tracing its use by the girl in Ebersole's address. 
When contacted by the police, Ebersole first denied knowing the girl, but later admitted to meeting the victim and bringing her back to his home. He told authorities that he was in a relationship with the victim and planned on hiding her in his home so, he could become, so she could become his wife, and additionally shared messages that admitted he would visit her and wanted to have intercourse with her. So, yeah, he, uh, he is now in jail. Because, Man. because of World of Warcraft. I mean, no, it's not because of World of Warcraft, but <laughs> it's all because of World of Warcraft that he got caught. <laughs> I feel he... like there's multiple red flags in this story. I know the World of Warcraft was just the most convenient catalyst here. Yeah, the the World of Warcraft thing was, it was a good way to track her down because it was like, you know, where could she be? Oh, she plays a lot of World of Warcraft. Maybe we can get access to that. Blizzard's like, here's the access to that. And they're Blizzard's like, like they're oh, yeah, fucking... we already flagged her account for sharing because uh, her account <laughs> logged in at a different address. That would be, that would be hilarious. Now, um, um, uh, uh, go ahead and finish whatever you had to say. No, no, you go on. You go on. This story makes me sad just because of its topic, and I'm going to do my damnedest to, uh, to turn it into a happy spin. I want you guys to, uh, to, to come along with me on a little fantasy journey for a second. There is a reality wherein at the police department, they're like gathered around the whiteboard. They're like, how are we going to get this creep? What are we going to do? And someone in the back in a detective jacket's like, kid's got to do the legwork, opens up his laptop and logs into World of Warcraft where he already has an account. I have a twink on every single server. I'm going to track down this bastard. <laughs> I know that's not how it happened, but boy, does it make me happy to think about it. That's just, it's, it, it's just funny how, like, he brought her there, and he, he was so confident that he was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you use the internet. I, it, dude, dude thought that he had her groomed as, as far as he needed to. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that if you find yourself in this situation, not trapped, but like, I'm going to kidnap this person. You're you're probably not, your wires probably aren't already uh, where they need to be anyway. I'm going to say, I was just going to say, if you're somebody who plays World of Warcraft, your wires aren't where they need to be. So that's true. That that is, that is pretty much if you play any MMO religiously, you're probably, you probably have something wrong with you. Um, but I could see. Like he probably didn't think of it as kidnapping, but that's yeah. my wife. What are you talking about? Yeah, future wife. Yeah, and I don't know the laws in Florida. Um, <laughs> I, don't I hope they don't. They... I, I hope this isn't okay in Florida. God, well, I, I hope think somebody. So uh, I feel like the police wouldn't have gotten involved if it wasn't okay. Well, or if if it was, you know what I mean. In Florida, sixteen thousand four hundred. Some as young at children, some as young as thirteen, were married from two thousand to two thousand seventeen, which is the second highest incident of child marriage after Texas. In Al- oh, Alabama, oh. there were eight thousand six hundred child marriages from two thousand to two thousand fifteen, the fourth highest amount of any state. I'm sad. Florida, Florida oh. law allows for children to marry at age sixteen or seventeen, but with parental consent. Children of any age can marry if a judge authorizes the marriage if they are pregnant. What? No, hold, hold on. 
Yeah. Everything I was like, I don't like it, but I guess I could see why up until that last. Oh, yep. Florida, what are you doing? Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, in 2018, it said Florida passed a bill to tighten laws on child marriage, setting the minimum age to 17. The new measure requires children age 17 to complete a premarital preparation course. Um, but I think you can still get married with 16 or 17 with parental consent or if a judge authorizes it because of pregnancy. So can we just really don't like that part? Can we just yeah. cut Florida off. Can we just <laughs> just chop it off? There, there. I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna turn this political. Um, but there, yeah, there are a lot of states with similar laws, and most of those states are in the South. We'll just keep it at that. Um, pretty upsetting. Yeah, pretty upsetting. So, uh, with that dour note, maybe we should have ended on the 13 year old beating Tetris. Instead uh, of the 13-year-old getting kidnapped. Yeah. 16. Congratulations 16. on beating Tetris. Just wait one more year and you could get married by somebody and wow. No, no, no. He's uh, he's 13. He can get married in Florida. It's fine. He just has to get pregnant? Yeah, he just has to get pregnant. <laughs> I feel like you're going to get a lot more trouble in Florida for that specifically than the other thing. Yeah. Uh, but hey, uh, uh, huh? you know, You know what's really funny uh, is... Whenever you were reading this, uh, I was like, wait a minute. Is this Viper the Rapper? Because, uh, like, so, uh, do you guys know who Viper the Rapper is? I've heard the name. I've heard the name. So, so he's, he's had a, an, an internet meme reputation for the better part of a decade. I want to say maybe even longer for making, uh, thousands of rap albums uh, over the years. Oh, uh, just, most just of them. Put, yeah. Most of them are just the same album re-released with a different album cover and title. Uh, but all of his songs are just like they're more spoken word than they are rap for the most part. Like it, it, he just seemed like a very mentally unstable man who just kept releasing terrible hip hop albums. Okay, are you sure uh, you're not talking about Wesley Willis? Yes. Very, are, very different. Are you sure? Yes. This, uh, uh, so Vi- Viper the Rap, Wesley Willis is, is just suck a cheetah's dick. It, like that guy. Uh, Viper the Rapper has one, uh, the, the title of the album is uh, Y'all Coward, Yule Cowards, Y-O-U apostrophe L-L, Won't Even Smoke Crack. Uh, that that's more of the end that he's on. Are you sure it's uh, not Wesley Willis? It is not Wesley Willis, I promise. Uh, but he was recently uh, arrested for kidnapping a girl and keeping her in his basement. Oh, um, oh, so that's the thing like, that's on the rise in the country. Oh, good. Oh, good. I guess so. Uh, it, this this had been going on for several years that she was trapped in his basement. Um, so that was. That was an interesting way to end his online existence. What the oh fuck? yeah, yeah. So that I, I'm gonna put a put a ban right now on <laughs> us reporting on children being kidnapped. Uh, <laughs> no, great. I I don't know if it was a child. I I will yeah. I will put that out there. I or, I don't yeah. know. It could have been, 
I I just don't know. It's just it was a weird coincidence that we were talking about yeah. somebody yeah. getting kidnapped and and <laughs> I don't I don't even know where Viper the rapper was from, but like I was like, is he from Florida? Is this Viper the rapper? That's yeah, yeah, Florida's bad. Florida bad state. And they decide our elections. Like yeah. they're like a big state they're for this. <sighs> They're not even a swing state anymore, really, but it's like they they have so many people there, and so they get so much in the Electoral College, and it's such a bad state. <laughs> so bad. Uh, anyway, I would like to thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah. And I would like What's to thank you. So finally, you're back. Uh, and I would like to thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk. As it's been uh, canonically decided, being that I've been in your basement for a couple of years now, uh, 17 up, please. I will call the police if somebody <laughs> under 17 shows up in your basement. I, I like that you're not, you're like, no, no, it's fine down here. I just, if people are coming down here and getting kidnapped, it have to be over 18. Look, you're going to do what you're going to do and I can't stop you. <laughs> but like, check their ID first, maybe? I don't know. You have no idea how much I wish I had a basement, actually. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back next week uh, talking about more video game news and stuff. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, no. Bye. Back to the showed up. <laughs>